So, welcome again to our last CAD tutorial. Um, we today I'm without um, I'm without Ethernet, else without internet, else we had to skip a lot of PDM. Um, only uh, talk about it a little bit theoretically. Um, but my first question is your is your CAD your software all right? Do you have Creo? Do you have Cutstart? Have you yes? Have you also connected into the server? Not yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think your your workshops are starting on Friday, so. The second workshop is uh, an important one. Um, I really, really recommend you to come to our consulting hours if you have any problems. But I think you know that. So, today, as we have gone through a lot of, of assembly, assembly connection things in the last tutorials, uh, today we, we look at the PDM system in a more the theoretical aspect uh, and then we see what will help you to work with an assembly with parameters and view, the view manager there are a lot of nice interesting things and I show you a little bit about the assembly features more in the aspect of uh, don't make a mistake as in the in the meaning of use it and um, we also will have a little look into rendering. So, uh, we start with the PDM system and for that um, it's important if you start then it's important that you select the right product which is which should by now you should know how to do it. You can also find your team members and create folders and rename them so that you, you know in which way you use them. And then you link your workspace with the personal folders. Like I've shown you in the workspace, you can edit and tell, tell it um, that everything you will, you will save, you save in there. And in a, in a, in this theory, uh, now we also have to look again in how PDM works. Uh, if we want to create a new CAD file, then at first, at first uh, the, the file, or the part or the assembly or whatever, exists only in our Creo session. So, and when you open it, you open it in the Creo session. And then it's there, but it's not saved. So, um, so for bringing it onto the workspace of your computer, you have to save it. And after that, uh, you can you can uh, check it in. It's, uh, it's a, the check in is a part of two. Uh, it's a two part step, a two step thing. First, it's um, Load up, load up, and afterwards it's uh, check in. And when it's in 
this common space on the server, then your your team members can have access to this to this part. Can see it only when it is checked in and can check it out for themselves. It's a different thing if you if you have a part already on the common space. So you you have this part that is had been checked in the first place. You check it out and you load it down to your computer and then you can open it. Or Creo loaded it down for you. It's not not that you have to do it. So um, uh, now you want to change the CAD file, and now this is in the team environment. So you are on the computer A and have changed your file. This is this is this file, but another person has has opened it in in his own in his own assembly. And changed, and 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 it's not changed there anymore. So, but also this person B can't check out these things. It's not possible. They only can see it in the in the assembly environment. So, and now you save your part, your changed part. You check it in. You load it up on the server on a PDM server. There are these two kind of workspaces in on the on your computer and also then again into the into the server. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> okay. And then on the common space, now have a look. Now in the common space it is updated, but not for the person B. Person B has has no ha, hasn't hasn't had notice of this change, but there is in your workspace you can also there is an icon that is uh, means actu actualize. I don't know. I don't know. You make it <laughs> make it new for me. So uh, and if you choose this, it also. Um, Will indicate that it is changed. So then you also you also say please make it the new thing, and uh, then uh, you also get the whole to see that has person A changed. So uh, also this kind we have talked about. This is that when you when you are going to do an assembly, you have first to structurize this assembly on the paper. And for your first um, for, for your first project meeting, you also uh, need to bring a project plan. And in this project plan, you also have to think about how long it takes to to make your sub assemblies. And who uh, who has to do it? And it's it's uh, already time to to have these tasks in common in, in in your thinking and in your planning. And um, then your your assembly should should have important reference features 
such as datum planes and so on in the top assembly and um, over this reference features you have to discuss then first of all you you agree upon the supporting components housing frame or whatever and then you organize your folders this uh, is uh, an example here you may call it standard parts you can have all your drafts your drawings in one in one uh, folder or also like name it like the steering each or maybe whatever um, and also think about that the design is important and it's not important to have nice renderings it's nice to have but it's not the important thing the thing is first to think about then to do it with the CAD and at last you can make your presentation so and this was the theory for now we are coming to the, the set of uh, for the use of parameters or the parametric use and for that I'll go to my pro e so um, parameters uh, there is one thing that is called that CAD is a parametric uh, design and working that is that after every kind of of uh, element there are there are many parameter parametric um, definitions dimensions behind so if I have a part and now I call this shaft every every extrusion every every kind of datum plane oh this one this every everything that is uh, built or is created inside is parametric so i that means i can edit it and i change it and uh, then it's it's um, there is a new variable, variable, variable <laughs> uh, time, uh, a variable uh, input is possible, and this is called parametric. So, and there are also kind of things that is uh, that you you can find here into the into your model intention things that is called also parameters but this means more how to deal with this with uh, with names for this for this parametric um, dimensions so on that I will show you today and there is also a thing called relations that is also possible to use here and it's possible to use it in the part environment and also possible to use it in the assembly that is why it's so in interesting for the assembly um, uh, creation so first I need something to 
I take this. I... Okay. Um, for my revol revolve wing, I need um, this this kind of um, axis. Yes, it's also called. It's also and re the revolve the center line. It's also the revolve line revolving line and I also can use so a uh, center line as a symmetrical line I can use both of them so but it's very important to know that this is um, the one that I wanted wanted to be this is oh, but it seems it's not the construction line so maybe it's the right thing and this is not geometry, so it's the right thing. So, uh, I make just a shaft that is symmetrical. First, I need, I wanted to mirror it, so, and then I just delete these things, so, and I have to close my lap again, so, this is closed, and now I have here my shaft end. No, it's not. It's too much. So, and the different thing is here. I could change it, but I don't have to. Because in the end, I will tell him how much it is. But what I really want to have is the complete function. So, this is like this. So, and there is, I think, I'll get rid of this. So, and if I now go to my relations, like this, it's a little bit big. It's um, it's nice to have this. Well, maybe I'll just make it a little smaller because so in my relations I can use them too, and I also have here local parameters. We will talk about them later. So and now we are making relations in the part in the part system. I could also make it in the feature or also in the section as in my sketch. But for now it's the part thing, it's the upper thing. 
So um, what I want to do is I go to my to the revolve, uh, click first here inside it, and then after after um, pointing out my the the feature I want to work with, I'll get here my dimensions and not the dimensions in the way of the of the uh, of the number but in the way of the name of the number of the parameter so i could also change this back to the now look this is d19 or i have here d15 and so on uh, but I could also change it here, toggle between dimension values and names. And these are the dimension values, and here we have the names. But what I want to do is now I want to make it sure that my shaft, the biggest diameter is always... So, and I recommend you to use the signs here. This D18 is always D17 plus, which is here, plus uh, 50, no, 40. So, when you have done this, the next thing, thing is you verify the, this and then to see if it's all right. And if it tells you, yes, this is all right, then it's, you are good. If you want to tell, to write anything down before this as a commenter, you use these signs. No, it's this. This is like this. Okay. Yes, okay, that was right. So here you can can write down what it means. So if I say okay, then the only thing as of now I have my yellow light, which means that it's not regenerated. I do this now and you can see it has changed in the way I wanted to. So if I edit my thing again, then if I want to change the, the shaft diameter, the bigger shaft diameter, it's not possible because it's now dependent on this one. Um, so. Uh, I, this I can change, oh, and everything changes with changes with this dimension. So, next, yes. Uh, Uh, yes, yes, you could do this. This, yeah. um, and also, and that was that is what I wanted you to show. 
I just um, um, it, it's nice to have it in here. It's also very important, but it's also impossible to to take it to the assembly and use it there. And then you can relate it to a bearing or something else. And for that, we need the next part, and this will be uh, a wheel, maybe. And our wheel should look like this. I'll just make a hole and the outer dimension. So, and I also could it could change into the section and make their relations too. this. Here's my wheel. It's really big. That's no problem. So, and for that I'll go to my assembly and I call it master assembly relation. So and I assemble first my things. I have them in the in se in the session, and the shaft is the first thing. And I um, I hope I have um, designed them so that they will fit in the way I want them to. No, I don't think so. Well, maybe I'll just try. So next thing is my wheel. So, and my wheel, mm, because now this is dependent to this, but no problem. There's no problem. I also define it as default. So, now we can see that these um, two parts are now um, uh, this is bigger than this, so in my analysis, I can see it here into my, no, it's not, it's a global interference. Now, you can see here, this one thing is, our wheel is not big enough for the shaft. But I will change this with the parameters. So now we go back to my model and here I found the parameters here. You sometimes have a little bit to, to, to look out for it. But this is my assembly relation. So it's only more place. So. Um, what I want this to be, this is my outer, this is my my wheel, and I have uh, the dimension 16, 
And if you have a look, this looks different than in my part assembly. I do have my identity number behind this. this is my comp my the first component gets an identity name, uh, and my second the second has the the the, the two as an identity name. But it's not a problem because if I just go there and click it, so this is the D16, and I want this to be as big as, and now I take this one, as big as my D80 and now 18. So um, I go and verify it. This was successfully. I say OK, and now I uh, <laughs> I can't see it because it's um, the same. Um, but I just if I see it in the in my global interference, so quick, so uh, and you see there's no no overlapping here. It's the same. It's the same uh, dimension. Um, so, so the the trick is that every component in the in my overlapping assembly has an identity name, and you have to check it out first before you do do anything else. Therefore, you also have to think about which comes first, if which. Um, which parameter comes first. So uh, now we have seen we have relations. We have relations in in uh, in the part environment and in the assembly environment. And now the thing is that I do want to want, um, want to have parameters maybe we can also have them here in the assembly where we want where we just want to to um, want to to uh, use the values here i can can just uh, type in the values so and these local parameters which are these that means was the one who, who did this, who made this creation. This is also by default into in into our in our templates. And there are also parameters which are in a string type of the type of string which are from PTC inserted into this template. And I also have I can add new parameters and these are real numbers integers strings or yes no because I also can have more complicated uh, relations than only just give it give it a value but my parameter I will change this into diameter uh, outer integer and I want the next one that means diameter. Oops. Diameter shaft. 
also not a real number. Yes, a real number. Also here the same, a real number. So um, I wanted the auto one should be. No, this is too big. Five hundred forty, and the shaft should be hundred twenty. Okay. So um, now I can work with these things. I can tell my my uh, parameters that I want that the shaft should be this and I can insert the name of my, my, my parameter into my relation. The same I'll do with here. Insert it here. Then I can tell the next thing. This is the, the outer parameter. This, this D 17. This should be um, my this one. I insert this into the, my so can it assign to a part driven value? Yes, it's right. Oops. Oh, oh, yet. If I've done anything wrong and I'm too hasty, then everything is deleted. But I'll do it again. My shaft is is also the uh, outer shaft is also related um, to to this. That was a wrong idea on the, on the first thing I got. So where is it? Oh, no, my parameters are always also away. Uh, the out. Real number. Oh, this is too big. So this is so I want it here insert into relation I want it here insert to relation so this is the first thing this is part driven this is the wrong time um, relations have arrows press okay to continue editing I cancelled it so that was wrong um, now I'm confused to part driven. This is outside. I haven't done anything yet. Hmm. I think this is the one. Okay. No, it's not. Uh, what have I done? This is my shaft, and in my shaft I have a part-driven value. 
but not here. That's it. So I'll just do it like this. I, I have to change this again. So now oh, this is okay. Okay, now I have as my D18 uh, in component zero, uh, I have related this with the, the inner circle of my shaft. And now I tried to, to redo it again, and this is what causes the problem. Sorry, that was my my thinking what you can do when you don't want this to be on your screen again you can um, wipe the, the the your monitor again so but this is all right now i have the inner thing is is um, is um, resetted with this and i also do the outer that I'll have it again and I don't have to do it again this is my out so insert so okay this should be alright and now I have go to go back to my shaft uh, I just open it go to my relations so and now I change this my d18 should be the other way around should be d18 because i wanted to be slower minus so okay regenerate i don't need to go back to my assembly so and now i regenerate to see what happens oh this is really big uh, I want my wheel to be more like this. So uh, now again, relations. So and now I could also tell my my um, now it's the shaft so if I want to do anything here inside I click on the shaft like this and now the driven dimension isn't isn't the d18 but the d7 d17 because uh, I told d17 that it should be a, a value minus D18. So now I could also use D18 as uh, input. I also tell him to be this. Um, insert relation. Um, we also could change it. No, not in minus 10 that we all, all can see that it is changed. So I want it. So now it is like this. That's what I meant to that. It's um, important to know 
which dimension is driven from what kind of feature. Um, so, and this is how I, rec there, there are many different ways of doing it, but this is how I recommend it, Re recommend it because uh, you will find your, your relations again when you, uh, when you have them on the highest level. You could also, can relate them with, with, a, with a component or with a, with a uh, feature. Uh, but on the highest level, it's better. And the really important thing is that you have to know that every every new component has a new new identity. But when you just <laughs> mark it, then it will show you which which number it has. So okay, uh, just make it here. Mm. A new folder relation. So, and there, I save my my assembly, and not only the assembly is saved, but also also the the parts are saved inside. So this is about the parameters. I think it's. You could also have a look into into these functions. There are many many functions that you can use, and it's really like, uh, yeah, you could do anything. You could also use if if uh, conclusions here. So, um, okay, I close them. This. So and I erase them from my from my session. So uh, and as the next thing, I will work with my with a with a folder on my desktop. So this is this, and now I open this, and my working directory is always. I can always see it like here. And now I show you your task from ND3. That is what you are going to do. I have here this, you, you see this assembly. You can, and can find it that it is an assembly from uh, the symbol here and also the extension. That means it's an assembly. And I also have a sub-assembly here. So, as I open my my uh, my assembly, there is um, there are different um, different um, def different representations available. One that I have done myself. This is this knife and support, and this is what I want to show you right now. That is why. I'm talking about this, but there is also and always the master rep, uh, representation, and that is what you. This this is where you get all your components in it. So this is the completed task. 
this is everything assembled uh, like it should be and um, this the thing I want to show you is the the manage views manage view manager manage views it's it's uh, here it's the view manager and in the view manager you can make many things that are really nicely for handling an assembly so the first thing is uh, the simplified rep representations of your of your model then one thing is to have an assembly like this where you can overview everything and and it's not a big deal to to bring it into your into your workspace but if you have a bigger assembly uh, like a car and but and you only know you want to change anything with the wheels or something like else then you only want to to have the wheels into your into your session and that is how you how you uh, how you uh, make your representation a lot smaller. And I'll show you how to do it. This is an example. This is only the knife and the support of this knife. And when I know I want to work on this, then it's much easier to just double click on this than to hide this, this, and this in the background. So how am I going to do or how have I done it? The thing is you always have to tap the new thing. You, there you can give it a name or not. Best better is to give it a name. I just use the 001 icon and then you go to uh, to the um, then you enter. Then you get this representation edition, and this is now now everything is excluded. This is a nice thing to handle it. You may may use it if you want, but I show you a different kind of doing it. So what you what you do from here, you go to the properties, and then it's to, it told you okay everything should be should be hided. But you don't want this, you want this to be back. And now you you have to think what you want to have in the end. I want to have my my uh, Unterteilgehäuse and Deckelgehäuse. I only want uh, the housing left. So I just with a control button put everything else. No, that's not. But this and this and this, I want all of this to be excluded, like this. So everything, so everything else is is hided, or it's no no more in the in in the database. And the only thing I have now is only the housing. And now is the tricky part. Uh, when you go back to the list button, then there is this plus on the end and this means it's not saved. If I just uh, click on master representation it's lost. Everything I've done it's lost. So what I have to do and this is is uh, the case for every single 
item in the view manager is the save button. So I just, my simpli simplified presentation, I just save it and now I can click from knife and support back to my housing. I could also go and rename it to housing, whatever I need to have. And as you are also, um, also will work on, on different parts of assembly or sub-assemblies, I, I think it's a good way just to have this in the workspace that you really need it. So this is housing. Uh, the next thing is, which I really find really nice, this is also a good thing for style. This, this style, this means um, I can change the appearance of each of my parts. I have also done one for you. This means it could look in the end like this. But what have I done? If I see it in the properties, I excluded the upper part of the housing. I've made some of the parts transparent, um, so like this. So I'll show you how you can do it. You also make it a new thing, style two. So this is also nice to have, but I prefer the properties. So and what you have to see, see here is you have to go on the component that you want to change. And here I just tell him to be transparent. Uh, it's also possible for the upper part to make it like this. And so I have a better view on the things. And also here the same thing is I have to save it. Save, saving is the most crucial part in this. So, um, we have simplified representations. We have the style. We have sections. I go back here to my master style. I must not, but I'll do. The sections you also know, but this is in Creo, it's a kind, it's a little bit easier to do. So if you go to the new thing, there are many kind of, of sections available, but you also can use the planar one. Um, and what I'll do is I first use a planar uh, surface like this. And now I have the same as I could use uh, a data plane. If I want exactly a place where it has to, to, be, uh, to be divided, then I use the data plane. If not, I can use this to have a look through or in my, in my, uh, in my assembly. So sometimes this is very helpful. So I can have a look, oh, okay, what comes here? What have I done here? So I change here. And then there are more, more ways to do it. If I 
wants to have um, its um, uh, have it uh, a hatch pattern on it. I'll do it like this. I could also add color. And here's a nice thing to have. Here you can see only the section, also like a plate like this. So here you make it like this. There's also possible possibility to to make it. It's not. I think it's not available. If it's um, here's the default. Uh, here I can. Uh, tool as there is no volume in it. I can have a look through it. I don't really know why. <laughs> if I know it, I'll tell, let you know. Um, but uh, when it's uh, a volume again, you can also mark this, this uh, section with a color, which doesn't work very well. Uh, use the model color so. and then there's also the possibility to use this where you can just make it a little bit in a different way and then you can work through your model in a different kind of style so this is the section that you can use for drafting or you can use just for for have a, have a view through this model so i go back to my no cross section if you want also you can also have this section into your model tree they are now here and um, this section a i have used with this assembly data plane. So here I can be absolutely sure that it's through the middle of my axis here. So here we are with the sections. Um, the layers I want to discuss later but um, we also have the explosion there's always in each and every um, assembly there is a default explosion this sometimes looks a little bit weird uh, but you can also make your own explosions I double click here on this side and this is what I have thought I think this is the right way the right way to do it and now I want to show you how you can do this if you want to get rid of the explosion you have to check check this out again the explosion so um, I make a new one and the very important uh, thing is to hit enter and then I also go to the properties and here it's the the edit position button that we need to know. There are three different kind of movements that you can make, but I think the only, the really good one is this. The, this means the transition, 
the of the movement that you are going to have. So I'll show you quick. This is I first I select select a movement reference. From there I get my my part. And here because I checked this um, translateral direction, I only have these three possibilities to move it forward. So this I'll let go up like this. My um, how under housing under part, and I also have another thing that is the Führungsschiene, I think, and the Schiene, no, not this and this, with the control button I add them here and all of them I move downwards. Oh, I forgot the, the Messer, the knife, uh, which there I could go to copy position because I wanted to be here like in the first place. Um, now I tell my copy position, I tell my, not the, these are not the components I want, I remove them all. I want my uh, assembly to be copied and in the way that my last movement was. So, and then I tell him I apply it and now it's also in the same direction. If I moved it by hand, I wouldn't be able to have it correctly in the same place. This copy position is a good thing if you have screws and you want the screws in the same, in the same height level. So now it's just like I wanted, I can um, find a new reference and from that I just change my my items, find them and move them like this when you are ready. So um, there are uh, some kind of, of cosmetic offset lines that you use to see how you have moved them and this is also quite nice. You just use your diameters like this and this button and when you apply it then you will get these lines. You could use it only, the best thing is to use it for the first and the last thing in line that you have, that you want to connect with these lines. Um, yes, that's close line, that was the explode lines and I think that's it. I say okay. Then here comes it again, go to list and if I double click now on default everything would be gone. Really go and save it. <laughs> uh, if you have a bigger explosion <laughs> you can remember that it would be really, you would be really angry if you lost everything. <laughs> I've seen grown-up men in tears about this. <laughs> so, uh, the thing is about the orientation, 
you know about that, but if you oh, orient, these are the names that are already defined and they are really defined. Um, if you just want to have a good view on the explosion and it's not the standard thing, then you go here and say, okay, new and tell it to be explosion maybe. So, and now you have this saved. This is a nice thing for when you need a view often. So it's kind of really easy to get this view. So, um, then there is an all thing and there is, oh, uh, sorry, go back to my explosion. I don't want it to be exploded anymore. There's also this button when I'm out of my view manager, I can have my explosions here. Also, I don't, I really don't know which one it takes. It takes the last thing I've done. Here in the, in the window, you can see which one it's now here. It's explosions, it's the second explosion here. It's the name. Okay, go back again. And then if you wanted really, no, view manager. So um, here I have it a new com combination of everything I've done until now. So, and here I can decide if I want for every explosion or everything I have done until now, I want it to be uh, uh, copy created or I want this original as a reference. And I would also recommend you take the reference thing because then it's not so, there are not so many ways to have it. So I tell him to, I wanted to redefine. And now I can say which one I want, which, which combinations I want in this combination to be saved. But I think this is kind of a playground more or less. I want this explosion. I want here my, if I do anything less than the Div Master, then you won't see anything. And I also can tell him to have the cross section A and I want my explosion one and show the explosion. And the style is probably nice to have the style zero. So, and all of this I can have a look at and I can change this. Uh, this is nice if you want to make a drawing and you can use this combination of all these things to make a drawing. I don't think it's really important, but I wanted to complete the view manager. Um, so I don't want to activate it. Default all. So this is without anything changed. And here we come to a, a more complicated thing, things that is merely useful uh, for when you are dealing with, with um, 
data on planes. As you can see here, and this is the way with any any assembly, every starting plane and every start axis and every start uh, center lines are visible. And this is kind of distressing sometimes because you, you can't see your model anymore because of all these planes. So there are layers, um, and this is new in Creo, and I don't think it's, it is working so really, really good. It's, um, here, you can, here you can save, here you can save your, your status of, of your layers. Mm. I want to explain what layers are in this, when I open this in, in a part. Uh, so this is an older part and we have the, you find the layer in the layer trees. And um, it's depending on your template and it's depending on your configuration, which layers you get. The new layers that you get are, I hope, a little bit you, you do have a little bit more of an overview there. Um, but what it means in the end is um, here I'll get all the things that are, that are kind of accesses. Here is the st start part things. Here are the, uh, this means axis, axis. These are the start, start, or the standard parts, and this is the standard um, datum planes. And um, if I go back to my assembly, then when I change here to my layer tree, and there are all the all the planes that are that you can find here, and all parts all different parts uh, of layers, all the different layers of each and every part that is in the assembly. You also find here. You can go back to one, to the part layer, if you, if you use the, the active layer. Um, but uh, if I go back to my here to my top model, then I'll be here again. And what, what I want to do here now, because I think everything else would be too complicated, what I want here is to make every part axis to hide. That is what I want to do. I can't hide. I can, I can hide components. And I can also use the layers to suppress things. So now there are only these uh, data planes shown, and here are the coordinate systems systems. So and then I also have here a plane that I also want to hide. And this kind of layer. Um, combinations of hiding and unhiding. This I want to, to save in my manage view, manager views or 
this is also a new thing. I tell them, uh, and also I have here my my in my assembly. Um, this means assembly. Here is my little assembly. I also can to, can hide this here. Oh, and this is what I want to want to save here in in this layer layer name so if here I can go back I could go back but this is the, the biggest problem I go back and I just say I hi I no sorry I go back and I go reset to my status this is what I have always have to do if I go back to all I have to reset the status and then I can go maybe back to just assembly and planes and now I, this is my new layer safe that I took here uh, that I saved here this is the one where I only got the planes from the start is not quite comfortable but I think it's a nice thing to do it just once in the assembly and I think one can use it often so but what you have to think if you go back to your all state don't forget to go back to the reset status kind I believe they have uh, something to do here PTC Now it's back. Yes, now it's everything is back again. So um, these are the components. And now, before you would would check in, please remember the regeneration. Without re regenerating, then there is nothing. You could not check in your models. This is very important. And if it's not regenerated, then you also get here kind of a warning. So please don't forget this. So now I have to have a look what we are wanted to do more. Okay, now there are a lot, a little bit about assembly features. So here we go. So first of all, go. I go back to my model tree. So, so, um, what we want also want often to have we want um, a pattern repeated when we when we when we have a screw and sometimes we have more than one screw and there is a pattern for the whole then we want this pattern to be repeated with a with the assembly with the assemble so that i don't have to assemble each and every one of my screws so what i can do i'll take here my housing open it here is the hole oops also model tree please 
So this is my whole, oh this is a kind of a very complicated, here is a hole and here is the next hole and there is also a chamfer on it. Okay, no, never mind. So what I want to do, I'll take this hole and make a pattern out of it. Not in the dimension way, way but in direction. What I use is this as a direction and I just make 20 out of it and not two holes but three holes. You know that when you click on one of the patterns then it's, it's, uh, it won't be, uh, be uh, uh, created. So it's nice if you have uh, 12, 12 holes and you don't need one of this. So you just click on these points and then it's not done. It's not created anymore. So, but now I have the three of them. I could go to this Senkung and tell him to be patterned at all. And now he knows, my pattern knows, okay, my the hole that I was referred on was patterned, so maybe she wants me to be patterned too. So he tells me, okay, should I go, should I make make this as a reference on the hole that you have already patterned? And when I say yes, then I got the pattern right here. Okay. And maybe sometimes it also works for a chamfer. That is not often. Also not because I think maybe there could be a problem. Oh, maybe it's done already? No, it's not. I think the chamfer is made on each of every one of them. Oh, I don't understand that. Maybe because my pattern isn't as wide as, as it should be. So edit. So here is my 20. I make it bigger. So and now the chamfer is only on this one place. Okay. Have you seen it? As it as it was close by, the chamfer was made on each and every kind of the of the edges. So, but uh, sorry. Yes. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. The, uh, a chamfer or a rounding that's always a little bit critical. But I'll try. So, and it, here it says it's okay. So, it has done it. So, then it should be fine. So, and now I go back to my assembly. And here I have this Führungsschiene kind of thing. And if uh, I want to pattern this too, I just tell him to be, be patterned and then it tells me, okay, there is a reference on this hole. So maybe should I use this? And if I tell him, yes, please do, then it does it like this. This is 
kind of nice with screws. Okay, so I could use this assembly features like this, and there are also new assembly features. This was pattern, and there are also assembly features now in the assembly environment here. We know this whole ex an extrusion revol revolve and an anything else that we have seen before. We know this from the part environment, but you could also use it in the assembly environment. And then, then it's like a component. You use it like a component. So it's on the same level with these components that we have already in it. Um, and sometimes it's um, if you mount if you mount your pieces together before you you make the hole, then what you do with this with this uh, hole making in the assembly, you you try to do it like the mounting process. So and then you have one hole and it goes through all the all the things in in your in your assembly. I'll show you. I have this hole. I want it on this place. I first have to place it. I oh. take this surface and take this surface. Here's my hole and I'll have to look for my shape. I say I want it to be closed down, so 25 diameter. And now it's here. And so it goes, if those Führungsschiene weren't there, it goes through the upper housing and the down part of the housing. So, uh, and I'll close my component and now I have a hole here and this hole means this is a part of my assembly and not my hole is not a, no more a part of my of my parts by now because you see here this is this hole goes through through every every kind of parts that is in his way but if I open now my let's make it my under thing then it's not here it's just part of the housing which is also a good thing if you think this is the the part that should be realized should be created should be designed uh, and only when I, I plug these things together, then I should know where to make my my hole. Um, so, but uh, there are many things that one can do with this hole. I could also in see this intersection. There, I could tell him, tell my part which 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 kind of thing he should uh, intersect and which which not. I make it like this and then I tell him this should also be on um, 
maybe. I don't know which. These are the same. I just get, can remove this from my list. And I can tell him that it also should be seen in the part level. So, uh, and what I have then, if I go to my, if I go to the part section, then I also have here an assembly cut. And this means this needs a lot of, of, of space, of data space. So, and it's kind of critical. And most of the time, this kind of things happens without one, one wanting it. <laughs> because sometimes if you want to have a, a hole in the, your assembly, so that is why I just delete this hole. didn't I uh, delete it yes so most of the time what 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 uh, the student wants is to make a hole in in one of the parts and what I really have to do then is to activate my part and then make the hole in my part and then it's on the level inside of my feature of my construction element features. So, and that is what most of the time you want to do. So, um, be very, be very, yeah, careful with this kind of, of features. I, I, really, I show you only because it's most of the time it's done without knowing. And, but you can detect it when you see something that is not a blue one or assembly one in your components and you see that what you have done okay now we have 10 minutes okay um, yes and the thing was um, what we also wanted you to show is how to render things um, I show you how you can render in in uh, Creo but uh, the best thing is to render with, with another um, program. And this is, uh, okay, it didn't, didn't really open because I have no internet connection today. And this is, um, no, I have no, I have only a floating license, so I can't show you. Um, this is Keyshot. It's called Keyshot, and in our pool rooms we have Keyshot on every computer, so you can use it there. It's really also um, expensive, that's why I don't think that you will buy it for yourself. There are, as I don't believe there are a student edition. If you find one, you can tell me, then I, I can give it this message to all the other students. But you can use this key, key, um, key shot, yes, uh, in the pool rooms. It's very nice. Uh, there. 
how do you know? Um, maybe I think um, that uh, maybe uh, maybe um, maybe I'll make a little tutorial in Elias. It's only you don't need to know much because it tells you what to do. Uh, what you do is you save your part or your assembly as a data save, like this, save as, uh, save a backup on your desktop, and from there you open it in Keyshot. And then you just have to be a little bit <laughs> investigative. And it's, it's really nice. And it's, it's uh, really beautiful. So, um, okay. But now rendering in uh, Creo isn't as bad as it was. It's really lot, a lot better than it was. Um, okay. Uh, the first of all, you you decide what what scene you want. There are many types of scenes available. Just try to find the one you like. I need, I'll take this one. There you can tell something about the room appearance, what you want, to, want it to be. So the best thing is to go a little bit back, then you can see what it's like. So, but what I really wanted to have, I wanted to be seen in the standard position. So there, maybe, uh, you just have a look at it. Uh, I did have a different kind of, there is also a room available um, for, each of, for each scene. So you can change your scene with this kind of, of you can make things bigger. And here are slower, ceiling, floor, whatever. You could uh, lie your, your part on the floor or not, like you want it to be. So, uh, which one do I take? Maybe I'll take this. You also have scenes here. Why not? Maybe it's um, only you can only see it when you render a region or something. Ah, that was wrong part. I can't see anything. Okay. Ah, now, uh, if you render something, if you render the complete window, this will take some times. So, if you if you just start to 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 try out what what you like to render uh, then i i think it's the best thing just render a region in the first place and also the render setup by now is um, in we had done it so that it's just a draft if uh, in if you are ready and uh, know what you want to to render then you go here to the maximum to the maximum uh, quality 
So, um, also nice thing is the perspective. So, it's also kind of nice. Um, appearance here means um, means the color. Uh, I don't think uh, we need this. You should have done this before. So everything you, you want to change is here. So here you can add lights. You can change lights. Environment lights. Restaurant. Okay. I don't... Yeah, okay. So there are... Enable background, enable background, okay, preview, okay, <laughs> uh, preview, no, fit in it, environment, image. Oh, it's not. Not this image. <laughs> yeah, maybe you just you just play a little around. Yeah, import effects. Um, so I'll close this, and when I'm ready with all the kind of of scenery imp impact, then I can render the complete window. Oops. <laughs> I think I've damaged something. <laughs> there is a nice thing. Uh, I hope I find it. I've seen it lately. I, you can you can redo everything you have done before. Uh, where is it? Enable shadows effects background. It worked better when I did it for my... Oh, it's always, always black. What is it? Uh, maybe that was the scene. So. Ah, better. Um, so it's not so bad. <laughs> Get better, and if you find a uh, appearance in the appearance, if you, you know gallery, there are metallic things that you can use, and it also looks a bit, little bit more like a mechanical design. Um, so, I wanted to say, I think I said something about rendering. Okay, I think. That is, that, that's it, and um, I'll hope you find uh, more videos on Ilias soon, so that you can, that will help you to, to complete your task. If you have any questions, then I'll ask you to come and find us in our consulting hours, as I've seen before. Okay, thank you for today.